0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. Now tonight I'm going to talk to you about something that seems to have become a huge topic of interest in social media. 4K better than any other resolution. 4K is the best. We should play a native 4K. 4K for the win. 4K for the win. All right. Here's the deal, I actually researched this to make sure that it actually is good or not and I've come to some pretty interesting, well, things that I never thought I'd see and it seems that people who keep saying 4K, native 4K is the best, they actually are not exactly right. There are other things at play. So, first off, developing on a console is way more different than it is developing for a PC. Well, PC has the option to even go higher than 4K, go to native 4K, do crazy stuff, do more than even 120 frames per second. There are many things that you can do on a PC but never ever do on a console. When it comes to console development, the first thing you care about is how easy it is to develop how fast it can develop and how convenient everything is that's the whole point of developing for a console first then porting it to a pc giving it way more options than you can ever give for a console now lately demon souls has been dissected by digital foundry and they said it was running at 1440p uh 60 frames per second and that's probably the performance mode since we actually read that it has two performance mode or fidelity mode and it seems that that was the performance mode having more frames looking beautiful And yet, well, giving a beautiful game just to look at, a little long game on it. So the question actually becomes, Demon's Souls actually looked amazing when we all looked at it. Does it really matter if it's running on 4K or not? Here's the thing. As much as we all love to say that 4K is amazing, ray tracing is amazing, we must have all of them. There are a couple of things to note. Having more frame rate is better for you gaming rather than having a bigger resolution. Having both of them together is a dream. But if the choice comes down to it, I'll definitely go with more frame rates. Don't get me wrong, I would still love to play it on 4K just to take a look at how beautiful it looks. But given the choice for the first time, depending on the game, yeah, I'd definitely go with more frames. Now, before I even discuss this kind of thing, why do frame rates matter? Why does texture matter? Why does any of this matter? And what are the alternatives that others are doing? Well, let me tell you like this. Frame rates, the higher they are, the better they will look, the more a fast-paced scene will look, rather than, well, a scene that's basically not doing anything inside. Like for example, since most Sony games are cinematic, 30 FPS is pretty good for them. They look amazing at them because it's not that fast paced. However, if there is a scene that requires that, then that's where the problem will probably show itself. The more faster everything gets, the more motion blur you will experience, which is not exactly good. If you need to actually see what the hell is happening on screen, the more frames, the better. You can actually follow what's happening the more frames you already have. So, for example, a game like Devil May Cry 5 is running on 30 FPS, for example, we're saying. So, technically, you are enjoying the game. But during the fast scenes, you just feel like something's off. It doesn't feel natural. There's a stutter or something. Once you get up to 120 FPS, you don't feel any. you really just feel like, Oh yeah, that's so smooth. Yeah, I like that. And our example would be for those of you who already have phones that support 120 Hertz. That actually coincides with 120 frames per second. And that's how smooth it gets. While you get a phone in your hand and you have 60, try and just scroll As fast as possible, you will see some stuttering. And it's not as smooth as it seems. When you go to 120, you don't feel any stutter. It's just so damn smooth. Now imagine going even further to 240. That is huge. So that's what more frames mean. For action games, for racing games, it's a godsend to have more frames rather than just texture. Because believe me, you're not going to be looking at the beautiful vista. When you're racing, you're just going to focus on how you're driving and how well you can see the road ahead. That's what matters, not how beautiful it looks. Sure, you can do that as well. Maybe you're that kind of a driver. But for me, I just want to see it as best as I can. But then comes, of course, the ray tracing. So with ray tracing, the thing that happens here is that basically the reflections are shown in a much better way. There is more light in the game and everything looks far more realistic than they ever did. During game development in the past generations, most of the time the lighting was fake. They had to fake everything, orchestrate it, to make sure it looks good. With ray tracing, however, you have it in a different way. You have it in a global lighting way, which means that basically everywhere is lit and you can actually control it because it can bounce off and look way more realistic. At the same time, reflections look more realistic because, well, you have a global lighting system. It's easier to do everything. However, it does get something from the performance. I mean, you can't expect to have higher frame rates unless you have a device that can actually do that. Otherwise, it's either this or higher frame rates. And this is the limitation of every console. So, ray tracing is actually awesome. For many games, it could be revolutionary. Depending on the game, it can look very amazing. You're just gonna look at it and be like, Oh, yeah, that's what I want. That's how beautiful it looks. However, for a game like Devil May Cry, I don't think it makes that much of a difference for me. I mean, it looks nice, but... Seriously, how many times am I going to stop around and look like, hey, that's my reflection, I can see my reflection, it looks so cute. Oh, wow, my sword has a reflection. Who does that? I just want to fight and kick ass. I don't want anything else. So, moving on, we come to native 4K or upscaled 4K or other solutions. As you well may know, 4K has... Not only uh, the native version of it, but rather also checkerboarding and DLSS. Now, DLSS and checkerboarding are two very different ways of actually using 4K textures without having to resort to native 4K. Now, why developers don't like native 4K? I mean, this is not to say that every developer is like this, but there is a reason that not all of them might actually be keen on the idea of 4K that much. Developing a game completely native 4K is a nightmare. Not only is the game going to become humongous in terms of size and data, but the problem becomes that basically it's really hard to just go with all that information, all that processing that goes through. It's just going to eat through your performance. A lot now checkerboarding is not the most ideal way of upscaling but it's not that bad either it does a fine job of actually upscaling it and using those textures however dlss is where the future is where nvidia is using dlss 2.0 and amd the manufacturer of both xbox series x and ps5 gpu It's actually showing something amazing. It's showing AI DLSS. Now, with DLSS, what you do is basically you have a lower resolution, but you use 4K texturing, and you upscale whatever the hell is there. Or you don't even need to upscale the resolution. Just keep it at a lower resolution, like 1440. Use the 4K textures, and keep the game relatively fast, fluid, smooth. And even better, great frame rates. Now, the LSS is an option that most developers will probably use. A particular example that comes to mind when it comes to actual native 4K, since there's not that many. Let's assume that Halo Infinite demo was actually native 4K. So if it was native 4K, you all looked at it and you were like, holy crap, this looks bad. Is it the fault of the developer? They made terrible, horrible textures. Half and half here, actually. Not exactly their fault. The problem is that with native 4K, like I said, it's just too much information to process. And when you have to bring in more complicated stuff, like ray tracing, better frame rate, you just complicate matters even worse. It's just too much to handle. The more broader the scale the harder it will become to actually go through all of that stuff it's not exactly easy to do it so the thing is that while 4k sounds amazing to all of us we're like yeah 4k the truth of the matter is when it comes to gaming and not just gaming but mostly in gaming the problem is more evident when it comes to gaming it's pretty hard to maintain native 4k that's why dlss exists With DLSS, it's way easier to use those assets, use those textures, and make sure the game looks fine without having to be native 4K. However, this does not mean that either PS5 or Xbox Series X and S are not going to be able to do native 4K or they're going to use DLSS all the way. No. The thing is, we are at the beginning of a generation. There's still ways to go. Given how the technology has improved, with many things that we've seen so far, with, like I said, the introduction alone of the LSS, with how the I/O is just super fast and the SSD is super fast, the compression of the data, all of that, how fast these new CPUs are actually are, and ray tracing, everything, the capability, and having to choose, having the ability to choose between performance or fidelity mode. There are so many things that are yet unexplored. Given time, both PS5 and Xbox Series X will have games that will be probably tailored just to themselves. Just. Which means that, for example, PS5 will actually have games at different resolutions and frame rates. And it can have a wow factor there that basically is 4K 120 ray tracing. And that can become a default. And that is a long ways off. I'm not saying it's going to happen right now. It's a long ways off, but there is a huge trade-off as well. The more space storage you have to give up, the more performance that comes out of your PS5 and Xbox, all the way, it's still a very difficult thing to pull off. But this is just the beginning of the generation. And let me tell you something. You don't actually need to have a resolution to be 4K for the game to look amazing. Just look at Demon's Souls. How many of you were actually impressed by it? I'm sure a lot of you were. When you looked at it, I I even thought it was actually 4K. I had the trailer on YouTube at 4K and I was playing it on my TV and I was like, holy crap, this looks amazing. And I never ever thought that this is not exactly 4K. The textures were, but the resolution was not. So what made me wonder was how beautiful this looks, and yet it's not that. And then I got to researching, and I understood. The thing is, while resolution sounds amazing, to have something to be 4K, what matters most, aside from, of course, frame rates, is how the textures look, how beautiful the game looks. If you can give me a game that looks way more beautiful than anything else on 1440p, I'm going to accept that instead of 4K, native 4K, that's going to look mediocre. That's going to be my default choice. Of course, I want games that look amazing. And of course, I know that given the current situation, it is not easy at all to make any of this a reality. Say that right now I want native 4K 60 frames ray tracing and the best they can look. Then give me 120, then give me 8K. Look, these consoles were designed for up to 8K, so don't expect them to come out blasting out of the gate with that kind of graphic. They're going to give you the choice to actually do that, but it's not going to be like in a second, like you demand it, they're going to be, Oh, sure, here we go, have it have some fun. No, it's not going to be like that. So, whether you choose more frame rates or you choose 4K, that is absolutely your decision. It's your preference. That's why this console generation actually gives you a choice. At least on PlayStation, it seems it does. We don't know if it does on the Xbox as well. I hope they do, but that's a good thing. Having more choices. Having to choose if I actually want it that way or not. For example, for Spider Man, I definitely wouldn't mind having 4K ray tracing, 30 frames. It was the same as the PS4 version, so why not? But I wouldn't mind actually experiencing the game with more frame rates just to see how different it can look. So, don't. Make this into a huge fight, saying that no four k best other than four k sucks no you have to think of the developers here, they are not our slaves, they know what's best for them, they choose what they can. It's not about the hardware either. they are the ones that are making the game, so I think that they make the decision, and we have to respect that decision if they deliver a game that's amazing that looks amazing. I have no issue whatsoever to play on 1440p. Granted, at the current situation, everything that's been said to us regarding PlayStation has always been 4K or 1080. I don't know if Demon's Souls had this kind of situation before it was revealed to be like this, but my point still stands. What matters is the quality, not just resolution. You can have goat simulator running on 8k and it still looks like crap or you can have last of us part 2 1080 on a normal ps4 and still be wowed by everything in this game which one are you going to choose more resolution with no graphical prowess or less resolution but yet amazing prowess and textures and detail and things that will just blow your mind i hope this was helpful to you and i hope that you actually learned something that you understood i tried to keep it as simple as possible i didn't try to go deep into the technical stuff because it would probably become very confusing for many people bottom line preferences and for me at least is better quality trumps better resolution i hope that you get to consider that before you make your own assumptions your own thoughts on what this can mean for the games thank you for joining me i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope this was well worth your time uh I just want to say thank you to all my followers, all my if I actually have any fans, so thank you. And I actually got to reading the you know, analytics of my channel. It was pretty amazing seeing how many boys and girls follow me, the ages. It's pretty cool seeing that. But regardless of that, thank you for following me. Thank you for supporting me. I hope you liked my episodes. If you do, please, please share, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, and let our community grow. I'll be very happy to see you guys more and to know your opinions. If you want to follow me on Twitter, go to nerd underscore underscore factory at twitter.com. I don't have any other social media right now other than Twitter. But yeah, don't forget that's nerd double underscore factory the one with just one underscore was taken anywho guys thank you for joining me i hope you enjoyed this episode until we meet again and i hope i make a cheerier episode that talks more about something that we all can get behind thank you and i'll see you guys soon